You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Ahalan wa sahalan wa marhaban bikum. Thursday night and of course it's time now, right now for the program. The discussion. Unfortunately, we could not have our little shining stars. So many parents contacted me and saying, Malana, what's happening? Our little shining stars are waiting. People are disappointed. But you know, there's always the next time. Don't be disappointed. It's a beautiful night. It's a beautiful month. It's the 25th of March, uh, 1442, 2021, corresponding to the 12th of Sha'ban, 14. 42. I hope uh, uh, we all are good. I hope we all are well. All our beloved listeners of Merkaz Sahaba, the voice of Ahlus Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Unfortunately, our beloved Fadilatul Ustad, Hazrat Malana Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein Hafidahullah, he's in Durban. So uh, we had that live program. I think it was from uh, Peter Marisburg, am I right? Brother Lokolo from Marisburg, am I right? Yes, yeah, from Peter Marisburg. Uh, the Bayan was from their life. So Muftisab will be in Durban uh, tonight, tomorrow, tomorrow night, Saturday, Saturday night, Sunday, Sunday night. And of course, inshallah, Monday, he will be on his way back to Johannesburg. Inshallah, ameen, 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 ya rabbal alameen. Well, it's that time of the night, it's that time of uh, uh, the evening, our program, the discussion. And we're touching this evening, Shabi Barat. The big night this coming Sunday, inshallah, the 28th uh, of uh, of uh, March and the 15th night of Sha'ban will be this coming Sunday. I was speaking to earlier on to my beloved Fadila to Ustad, and I asked him, I said, Ustad, are we still going to continue, inshallah? Uh, you know, after five past nine, he says, definitely, Monana, we have to, we have to. You know, there has to be, they, 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 they have to be dessert. You know, I forgot to tell him, you know, I like fruit salad. <laughs> Anyway, let's welcome him on this beautiful evening. He must be smiling. I know my beloved Fadhila to see you start. And I want each and every listener, if you are with me this evening, send me a message on 0847863132. 0847863132. International overseas listeners, plus 2784786. 3132 plus 27847863132 there uh, there's all the messages coming in from Mauritius from UK from Alberton from Lanesia from Boysons from Durban the listeners are coming in and listening to us this evening must listen to our beloved senior fadilatul ustad we're going to be touching on the night of shabi barad you need to ask yourself these four questions you know uh, I, I was just i was just thinking of it and maybe perhaps my beloved Fabila Tulustad is going to guide us. What should we do on the night of Shabi Barat? My beloved listeners out there. What should we do on the night of Shabi Barat? My beloved beautiful listeners out there. Is there a specific amal that you're supposed to do? I'm going to ask my beloved senior Fabila Tulustad. What are its significance on this beautiful night of Shabi Barat? And what are the common misconceptions on this night of Shabi Barat? You know, and Ustan is going to tell us because I see, listen, somebody just sent me a message now. Molana, is it true about our book of deeds? Will it be changed? Won't be changed? What happens? Fadila to Ustad. Let's welcome him all the way from Ladysmith. Ustad, welcome to the show. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. 
وعليكم السلام ورحمه الله وبركاته مولانا من الله سبحانه وتعالى give us barakah in our time today amen a wonderful question and inshallah it shows that a mu'min and a mu'mina is always concerned about the akhirah mm. and when questions come through mulana it shows that the ummah is reading mm. because allah rabbul alamin said in the quran the first verse iqra bismi rabbikal ladhi khalaq khalaqal insana min alaq iqra بسم ربك الذي خلق فيريد الله به خيرا يفقهه في الدين وهو الله تعالى loves Allah gives him the understanding of deed so may Allah Ta'ala give all of us the understanding of deed mm. and these are pertinent questions that we need to ask ourselves mm. but Mulana, before we go to that topic as ji our love for rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam is unlimited so let us send some durood and salam upon rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and then inshallah we'll go for your questions and try to answer it favorably mm-hmm. so that we all can benefit and inshallah make this night a memorable night a night where you talk to your malik and your creator you pour your heart out it's a private discussion between you and allah nobody knows what am i going to speak to to bari taala you see the gardener morana the mali hmm. who looks after the beautiful botanical garden he knows every flower by its name its color its fragrance and you know i was reading an article the other day that you want to save yourself from depression you know invest in flowers you know buy a plant something that will inshallah uh, fascinate you something that will interest you lots of people got green fingers they talk to their plants they talk to the trees koi baat nahi inshallah wal min shay'in illa yusabbihu bihamdi haq everything is in allah's remembrance so yes monana <clears throat> So let us uh, start with the beautiful durood upon Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam Alhamdulillah Alhamdulillah wa kufa wa salamun ala ibadihi alladhina istafa Amma ba'du fa'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem Bismillahir rahmanir rahim قال الله تعالى في القران المجيد والفرقان الحميد ان الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا ايها الذين امنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على روح سيدنا محمد في الارواح وصل على جسد سيدنا محمد في الاجساد وصل على قبر سيدنا محمد في القبور وصل على 
So whatever parishani you got, whatever difficulty you got in your life, respected listen. Read Duru Sharif abundantly. Allah will take away all your pain. Allah will take away all your suffering. Allah will take away all your difficulties. And this is what every Asik of Rasulullah's desire is. Ke akhri wakt sar unki kadmo peho. Everybody's desire, that's the dua that you and I make. Allahumma rizukna shahadatan fi sabilik. Wajal mawtana fi baladi habibik. Allahumma rizukna shahadatan fi sabilik. Oh Allah, let me die as a martyr in your path. Allah, let me give my life, my family, my wealth, everything that I have. إن الله اشترى من المؤمنين الله تعالى wants to purchase your life whatever you have for what? for his pleasure so alhamdulillah اللهم ارزقنا شهادة في سبيلك واجعل موتنا في بلد حبيبك so many of our brothers and sisters they passed away in Masjid al-Nabawi they passed away in front of the Rosa Mubarak while offering Guru and Salam upon Rasulullah. Kisi Shair Nikaha ke Akhri Wat Sar Unki Kadbo That my head must be resting at the feet of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And how must my ruh and soul come out? Deed Hoti Rahi. I should be looking at the Rosa Mubarak of Rasulullah or Dam Nikalta Raha. And I was breathing my last. Mm. This is my arzu that when my soul leaves the body, I want to be looking at the beautiful Rosa Mubarak of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And I want to breathe my last at that Mubarak spot. So may Allah ta'ala grant all of us the ziyarat of the Haramein Sharifain. Allah make it easy that we could go there. And inshallah, revive and re inshallah establish the connect, connection with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and Rabbul Alameen. Timonana, you have some questions, I believe, inshallah, let us go, inshallah, about this night mm. of Shabi Barat. Hmm. So I want to also read some Quran for you, inshallah, some ayats that will give us some idea okay, what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking about. بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم حميم والكتاب المبين إنا أنزلناه في ليلة مباركة إنا في ليلة مباركة إنا كنا منذرين فيها يفرق كل أمر حكيم أمرا من عندنا إنا كنا مرسلين رحمة من ربك 
make a lot of istighfar that night. And don't delay in Tawbah. Because as the journey gets longer, the return also becomes harder. In Al-Hasanat, use Ibn Sayyiyat. Whenever you make a guna, back it up with a good deed immediately. Istighfar and Tawbah. So we have lost count of how many namazes we have read and we haven't read from the time we became Bali. How many rozas we kept and how many we haven't kept. We need to take stock of that. So that night, on the night of Shabi Barat, Kudu sallallahu alayhi salatu wasalam used to love to fast in the month of Shabbat. Rasulullah kept so many rozas that Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha said, Ya Rasulullah, you have kept so many rozas. And what were the words of Rasulullah? When it came to the fasting of Rasulullah, she showed concern. When it came to the ibadat of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam at night, Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is crying in namaz. So she asked Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam a question, Ya Rasulullah, why do you make so much of ibadat? When Allah has given you great hiding in this dunya, لِيَغْفِرَ لَكَ اللَّهُ مَا تَقَدَّمَ مِنْ رَمْبِكَ وَمَا تَأَخَّرَ Ya Allah, Ya Allah, Ya Rasulullah, everything is forgiven for you. Why do you have to strive so much? Look at the words of Rasulullah. This is what we should also consider. Should you and I not be grateful to our Creator for what He's given to us? Do we realize that what Allah has given to you and me? Look at the thousands of people who are suffering out there. They don't have food, they don't have hands, they don't have eyes, they don't have nothing. Allah gave you a perfect body. Did you really one day sit down and thank Bari Ta'ala from the bottom of your heart? So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to Hazrat Aisha, Yes, my legs, my ankles are all swollen. I'm sobbing and crying. She says, the sound that used to come out from the chest of Rasulullah was like how when you boil water, the sound, the bubbling sound that comes out. Rasulullah is crying to Bari Ta'ala. Very few of us cry in our namaz. May Allah make us such that we cry in our dua when we cry in our namaz also. That, oh Allah, you gave us tawfiq to make sujood to you. Bari Ta'ala, you gave us tawfiq to stand in front of you. The maqam of ihsan. That when you stand in worship to Allah, in namaz, it's as if you are seeing Allah, Rabbul Alameen. And if you can't reach that state and maqam, then Allah is watching you. So respected brothers, on that night, you should make dua to Allah. Ya Allah, it's no use making long, long namazes and tasbihat and staying awake the whole night and then missing fajr namaz. So many of us stay up in, in ibadat, in zikr, tilawat the Quran. Alhamdulillah. Haq. May Allah accept your ibadat. Mm. But what's the use? When it comes to fajr time, you are feeling sleepy and you have must miss your fajr namaz. May Allah Ta'ala protect us. Ahabbul amali illallahi adwa muha. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Allah Ta'ala loves those deeds that you do perpetually. Wa in qalla. Even though in small measure. Alhamdulillah. You have a daily routine. 
سو منی تسبیحات و سبحان اللہ الحمد للہ اللہ اکبر درو شریف استغفار استغفر اللہ سبحان اللہ و بحمده سبحان اللہ العظیم منی ادر وظیفات دیت شرید سبحان اللہ you have a set routine so الحمد للہ you devote half an hour or 40 minutes of your time making all the different askar and do it perpetually daily routinely so that inshallah ladies you reap the maximum benefit so one of the duas that you must make to allah ta'ala on that night the ya allah if i hurt others and many of us do this every day give me the strength to apologize yes hmm. well i've hurt so many people hmm. you have hurt so many so many people did we on one occasion even go up to the person and say maaf kar do no our ego and pride won't allow us but on that night you talk to bari taala ya akram al akramin ya zul jalali wa ikram ya arham ar rahimin ya ghafur ar rahim if i hurt others give me the strength to apologize and if people hurt me bari taala give me the strength to forgive Subhanallah. The person who makes tawbah, the person who forgives, is Allah's beloved. And make this dua, Ya Allah, forgive my past and change my future. Mm. Allah, what I did in the past, Bari Ta'ala, I was a jahil. I had no Islamic knowledge, Bari Ta'ala. I did not have the necessary information. Alhamdulillah, I've learned so much. Ya Zal Jalali wal Ikram, forgive my past. And Bari Ta'ala, change my future. Keep me on the Sirat al-Mustaqeem. And you want Allah to accept your du'as on that night? Let go of grudges for the sake of Allah. And I'm asking you to do difficult things. Mm. It's not difficult. If you want Allah's mercy to rain upon you, you want Allah's forgiveness on that night, as it comes in the hadith, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi salatu wasalam said, that Allah descends from the first heaven, Allah descends, and an announcement is made, Qon hi muslim maghfirat talab karna who is there to ask me for forgiveness? Subhanallah. How Raheem is, Kareem is Allah. After sunset, the 15th night of Shaban, Allah descends to the first heaven. And Bari Ta'ala makes this announcement. Who is there? is seeking forgiveness and I will forgive him. Who is there who is looking for rosy and sustenance so that I could grant him rosy and baraka? Who is in pain and suffering? Allah is asking me Allah Pak is not muhtaj of your ibadat and my ibadat. There are millions of angels who are standing in sujood, ruku, qiyam, and they're glorifying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Even they on the day of qiyamah will say, Bari ta'ala, ma'abadna ka haqqa ibadati, rambul alameen. 
as we ought to have worshipped you. He doesn't do. Allahu Akbar. So Allah Pak is Rahim and Kareem, Dosto Fazizo and Fakiro. Allah is asking you. Allah is begging you, my bandas, come to me. Come to me. Today I've opened the doors of forgiveness and mercy and rahmat. Who is there who is seeking forgiveness? Who is there who is seeking sustenance? Who is there who is in difficulty and hardship? I will definitely grant him afiyat. And this goes on till the morning. So respected brothers and sisters, I'm going to ask the question, you know, what should we do on that night? I am saying, try to recall all your gunas that you made. And sincerely beg Allah Ta'ala and make tawbah sincerely. Cry to Allah Ta'ala because we don't know what Allah had written for you and me on that night. Whether our names are on the list for Malak al Maut, or Allah has got us something better for the coming year. Allah knows best. Mm. But there's one dua that you must make to Allah Ta'ala. Rabbana la du'akhidna in nasina au akhba'na. Always when you make dua to Allah, read this. Rabbana la du'akhidna in nasina au akhba'na. Allah, don't punish us for our mistake. Allah, if I have forgotten, Allah, if I've made a mistake, Bari Ta'ala, don't hold me accountable. Allahumma hasibni yasira. Allah, when you want to take accountability of me on the day of Qiyamah, Allah, make my accountability easy. Because if Allah is just going to ask you a question, my banda, you know, when you have an audit, when Saz, the team comes, the auditors, the accountants, and they start questioning you. See, you are dripping in perspiration from head to toe. See, because of all the shortcomings that we may have. Some of us, we have a clean audit, alhamdulillah. Some of us, we don't. Can you imagine when you're going to be asked the question, where did you get this money from? Where did you spend it? How did you earn it? How did you spend it? On whom did you spend it? Don't those questions are asked to us when the auditors come and ask the officials come. So Allah is going to ask you. You're not going to move one inch from where you're standing until you answer all these questions. So the dua that you must also make on this night. Ki Allahumma hasibni hisabin yasira. Rabbul Alameen, when you take accountability of me on the day of Qiyamah, Oh Allah, make it easy for me. Hadrat Sheikh Abdul Qadir Jilani Rahmatullah Ali, Pirani Peer Rahmatullah was rubbing his cheeks on the mataf of the Kaaba, was crying to Allah in sajda. And what dua was he making to Bari Ta'ala? Allah Akbar. Tunni ki baat He says, Bari Ta'ala, I don't want you to accept my ibadah. Rabbul Alameen, I'm not asking you to accept my ibadah. Rabbul Alameen, I have only one request, and that is, should be yours and mine and everyone's request. Bari Ta'ala, put 
the pen across my file and forgive me. Allah, don't hold me accountable. Ikra kitabaka kasabi nafsika liyawma alayka asiba. On the day of Qiyamah, we all wait for our results, am I right? You want to see whether we pass and they come and give you the certificate. And you take it in your right hand. On the day of Qiyamah, when Allah is going to finish your accountability, and when Allah will say, Ikra kitabak. Now go through your results now. A group of us are going to go to Jannah and a group of us are going to go to Jahannam. It's left up to you what you want to do. Allah is giving you every day, Allah is giving you a bonus time. Allah is giving you the tawfiq. My banda ask me, seek forgiveness. Allah ki saamne rote raho. Apni gunaho ki ikrar karo. Nadamat ikhtiyar karo. Maaf karna siko. Why can't we do these things? These beautiful attributes of Rasulullah. Silman qatraq. Rasulullah said, join ties, mend ties with those who break ties with you. One of the people who won't be forgiven on that night of Shabe Barat is those who break ties. Those who don't keep our family ties. No use me making long, long sujood and reading so many paras and so many wazifas and so many tasbihas. Gee, and I'm not talking to my wife. Three days is gone now. See, I'm not talking to my father. I'm not talking to my mother. Gee, I'm not talking to my uncles. I'm not talking to my siblings. See, kya fayda is ibadit? Allah will throw it on your face. Chale jau yaan se. So respected brothers, I want to ask the question, so I'm just trying to put to you that Allah Ta'ala just wants from you, Ajizi. You can make dua in English, Zulu, Sutu, Afrikaans, Russian, Chinese, Japanese, German, whatever language you want. Allah Ta'ala understands every language. Allah Ta'ala created you in different, different colors, different languages. وَجَعَلْنَاكُمْ شُعُوبًا وَقَبَائِلًا لِتَعَارَفُوا Some of us are black, some of us are brown, some of us are white. This is Allah's fazal. فَتَبَارَكَ اللَّهُ أَحْسَنُ الْخَالِفِينَ But Allah Ta'ala said in the end, I created you in different colors. فَإِنَّ أَكْرَمَكُمْ عِنَّ اللَّهِ أَتَقَاكُمْ In the eyes of Allah, those who are pious, Allah conscious, God-fearing, they are blessed and honored in the eyes of Allah. It's not your color. It's not your creed, it's not your language. It is your amal and your akhlaq to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And learn to forgive people so that perhaps Allah may forgive you on the day of Qiyamah. Brother, we are so, some of us are so hard-hearted, cold-hearted, Brother. Hmm. A person will come and beg for forgiveness in front of them. Brother, they will not budge an inch. So you must think how Allah is going to treat you on the day of Qiyamah. When you're going to stand there and beg Allah for forgiveness, Allah will tell you the same thing. You couldn't make my banda maaf. You couldn't make my bandi maaf. You want me to make you maaf now. Hmm. It won't happen. Allahu Akbar. So let go hmm. of all your grudges for the sake of Allah. One of the other important things. 
eating haram food and it's effect. I want to raise this issue. And one other question you have, I want you to, inshallah, post the question after I finish with this one. Hmm. Eating haram food and the ill effects of it. So important for us to spiritually benefit in the month of Ramadan is that every morsel of food you and I will partake must be absolutely 100%, 100% halal. If not, you and I are going to take and eat food that is haram. You ask me, what a question you are asking us or what you are saying to us. We earn money, we buy the food, yes, you earn the money. How are you earning that money? See, we're doing bribery, we're doing cheating, we speak lies, See, we are dishonest. We do so many things and we earn money and we bring the same money home and we feed our, our families. In the olden days, you know, when the wife used to say, you know, alvida to the husband when he's going to work, the first thing they used to say, two things they used to say to the husband, ittaqillah fina. Fear Allah regarding us. And make sure that you earn halal rosy and bring halal rosy home. He used to say that. Because Allah Pak says, Ya Ayuhaladina Amanu Kulu mina Tayyibati Wa'amalu Sadiha. Now see what happens when we use haram money, whether it's interest money, whether it's insurance money, whether you're taking overdraft from the bank, you have cheated. You have taken somebody else's haq. You have taken somebody's amana. Somebody gave you 10,000 rand to keep and your person comes for his money and you say, no, I don't know what you're talking about. So many ways to cheat. See the effect. That what it does to your iman. The noor of your iman is gone. And that's why you find, Mulana, a person is like lethargic. He's not got no zop for namaz, no zop for ibadat, nothing for deen. He's got everything with him. Somewhere along the line, something is wrong. His earnings is doubtful. Mm. So, if we are going to persist that we're going to continue do, doing business like this, cheating, whether it's medical aid, whether it's what, make wrong confessions, the wrong statements, what is not due to you, you're asking for it. So many ways people are cheating. And Rasulullah said the person who cheats is not Muslim. So see the ill effect of haram earnings and haram food. Dil ka noor chala jata hai. takes the noor of your heart away. Number two, bure khayalat or watawis aati you find evil thoughts coming into your mind. You're always suspicious. Evil thoughts coming in your mind. The second musibat. Tabiyat mein kahili aur susti paida hoti hai. You find your body is lethargic. You don't want. You just want to sleep the whole day. Allah. You just want to sleep the whole day. No energy. You sit on that sofa or sleep on that bed. And the fourth thing. You don't have any enthusiasm to do good deeds. So, respected brothers, all of us have to do introspection. I'm not saying everybody is doing this, mm-hmm. but this is as a nasihat that if you really want to enjoy and you want your du'a to be accepted by Allah Ta'ala, make sure that whatever you earn, 
That's why I'm begging parents, please, choose the right profession for your children. Yes. Hmm. Ask the ulama, the type of profession I want to educate my son or my daughter, is this okay in terms of sharia? The earnings that they are going to get from this, is it halal or haram? We are not doing that. And all of our lives we have been eating haram. We have been living on haram. So what type of mob we are going to get there? Mm. May Allah Ta'ala protect us. Ji, Mulana, you have that question and let's inshallah end it with that question. Ji, Ji, Ji. Somebody wanted to know, Ustad, during the month of Ramadan, Ustad, uh, you know, since we all are in ibadat, can we be with, uh, or can we have conjugal rights with our spouse, Ustad, in the month of Ramadan? Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, Respected listeners, brothers and sisters in Islam, Allah has given us a beautiful deed. Islam, Ya Ayyuhalladina Ahmadul Khulufi Silmi Kafa. When you enter Islam, you do it totally, completely and perfectly. Subhanallah. Hazrat Salman Farsi, Sahabi of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the mushrikeen came to him and they said to him that your Nabi teaches your, even the rules and ethics of excrement and urination. Your Nabi teaches you about all these things. And he said, definitely. My Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has taught us mm. that when you sit in the toilet, never face the Qibla, your front or your back. Number one. Number two, Nabi Kareem, sallallahu alayhi salatu salam, never, never use your right hand. You always use your left hand. And in the olden days, we have modern taps now, mashallah, hot and cold. In the olden days, there was no water. People used to use sand, lumps of sand to cleanse themselves, mm. to wash themselves, and then later on, inshallah, use water and clean them. Allahumma ja'alni min al-tawwabina wa ja'alni min al-mutatahirin. The dua that you make in the beginning, up till now you go to India, Pakistan, you go in Jamaat, in the villages, there's no running water, there's no running sewage. You won't make it. You have to make a lot of mujahada. Early in the morning, people go to the, to the bush or they go into the field and relieve themselves. See, how much sugar we must make to Allah that in our home, we were not one, we were ten toilets. See, we have the best of facilities. And every time I always make this also, that please check to see whether your toilet is facing the Qibla or what. One. 
Number two, is your bed facing the Qibla or not when you sleep at night? So, Hazrat Salman Farsi, ta'ala, when those mushrikeen, they tried to make a mockery of Islam. He said, Wallahi, my Nabi, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, has taught us everything. That's the beauty of Islam. So, it comes to this question, Mawlana, in the beginning of Islam, when Allah ta'ala made fasting compulsory, the rule was that if you slept away after iftar, Say, for example, Sahaba Ikram used to work in the mm-hmm. orchards, in the field, hot, scorching sun. Obviously, they tired after Taravi. Obviously, a person is exhausted. We get exhausted. But the, in the beginning, the rule was, the it was, that once you slept away after iftar, and if you got up again, uh-huh. then you cannot eat and you cannot have sexual relationship with your wife. Mm. Can you imagine? Till the next iftar, you know, Many a sahabi of Rasulullah collapsed because of weakness. Because you can't eat after them. They have to go and work in the hot scorching sun. The only time they can eat is the next iftar. Almost 48 hours gone. So one day Hazrat Umar ta'ala woke up and he saw his wife. The moon was shining, mashallah. It's his wife and he felt attracted to her and he fulfilled his conjugal rights with her. And then he felt that I made a big guna and a big mistake. He rushed to Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, ya Rasulullah. That's what happened. I slept away after iftar and when I got up, that's what happened to me. Allahu Akbar. You see, وَمَا يَلْتِقُ عَنِ الْهَوَىٰ إِنْ هُوَىٰ إِلَّا وَحْيٌ يُوحَىٰ Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would not speak immediately. Rasulullah would wait for wahi and revelation to come. To Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to ease the plight of the ummah, then said, reveal this ayat. The rule before was cancelled. Mansukh ho gaya. And Allah talk revealed this ayat. Uhilla lakum laylata siyami rafatu ila nisaikum. Allah talk has made it halal, permissible. On the night that you are fasting, to engage with your wife because you are a garment of protection for her and vice versa. So subhanAllah, in terms of Sariyat Mulana, you ask the question. Mm. In the olden days, it was like a tradition that once Ramzan starts, the husband is not allowed to consummate the marriage. He's not allowed to have conjugal rights with his wife. The poor husband is suffering for one month. The poor wife is suffering for one month. Gee. It was taboo. There's no way you can get even a kiss. That's how strict it was in the olden days. But see the beauty of Islam. Allah Pak is Hakimul Hukama. Allah Pak, I am fasting. Mm-hmm. I'm eating kajur. I'm eating all halim. I'm eating all the hot food. I'm eating olives. I'm eating everything that's going to generate so much of heat in my body. Mm-hmm. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Ohilla lakum. How beautifully that we have made it halal for you after iftar, inshallah, to engage in conjugal rights with your wife till up till before sehri, inshallah. And you can make ghusl, inshallah, and have your sehri. A lot of people don't make ghusl, no. Try your best to make ghusl, inshallah, and then have your sehri, and inshallah, start with your roza. So the question here is, as you ask, Mana, there's a you know there's a confusion mm-hmm. and there seems to be a misunderstanding. 
that it is not jive to have conjugal rights with your wife. It is jive and permissible, Mulana. Mm. After iftar, inshallah, it is permissible. Now comes the question, how many times in a week you must have sexual relationship? Mulana Fuqaha have given different, different connotations. For my, some said, you know, once every four days. Some said once in a month. Mm. Some said once in four days. Some said one in four months. Yeah. But the general conception is that it depends on each other's tabiyat, Marana. If I have a very high sex drive, gee, and alhamdulillah, I want to fulfill my conjugal rights with my wife. I'm mm. just newly married, Marana. Alhamdulillah. And my wife is also, alhamdulillah, newly married. It's fine. As long as you protect your iman and do not commit zina with your eyes or any other way that you can commit zina, Allah has given you a halal partner. There is nothing wrong, inshallah, Aziz, to have conjugal rights with your wife in the month of Ramadan. But to start now the comes the question, Jimalana. The, the, the sister is saying that uh, her husband, uh, the sheikh told her husband that he should uh, uh, be, uh, of course, they should stay in separate rooms in the month of Ramadan because Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to tie his lungi, ustad. Allah Akbar. Mulana, I think that the Sheikh maybe, I don't know whether she's, she heard it right from her husband, but if the Sheikh knows Quran and Hadith, I think uh, he would not have made that statement. Mm. The way it comes in the Hadith that Wudu Shadza Mizarahu, Shadza Mizarahu, Wudu Sallallahu used to tie his lungi. It doesn't mean he tied his lungi so that there should be no conjugal right. Mulana, when you and I want to, inshallah, prepare ourselves and get ourselves into readiness to do work, Hudu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to get up the wives and get up Hadrat Ali and Hadrat Fatima and Hadrat Hassan and Hussein. It's now tahajjud time, it's now fajr time. Allah ko yaad karo. That's what it means. Shadda mizarahu wa aytaza ahlahu. Two words. Hudu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to tighten his belt. Meaning that, you know, when you want to do some work, Mulana, you generally tie up your, your belt, inshallah, you pick up your sleeve. Now you're ready to work, Mulana. Mm. So working for what? For the month of Ramadan. Not that it means that you must tie the belt because Hudu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said you should not have conjugal rights. It mm. is jahid. Allah Paak is saying, فَالْآنَ بَاشِرُهُنَّ وَبْدَهُ مَا كَتَبَ اللَّهُ لَكُمْ Allah Paak says, now I have made it jahid for you. Go and fulfill your conjugal rights with your wife. And your purpose of conjugal rights is to seek pious children. So Allah Ta'ala has given you open ijazah. So maybe the brother misunderstood what the sheikh said. But alhamdulillah, if the sheikh is an alim, and I'm sure he is, maybe he took it in a different light. Yes, yes there are some people who feel that, you know what, uh, for 11 months of the year I had enough, mashallah, to eat, enough conjugal rights. This month I want to totally devote to Allah. That's a different thing. But Murana, today, in today's zamana, it's very difficult, Murana, mm-hmm. what we are eating mm-hmm. and so many other factors contribute that it actually generates a lot of heat in the body and you need to release that. So that's why the Fukaha has said we end it, Murana. You know, a young boy or a young person who's married, he should try avoid kissing his wife, touching his wife and fondling his wife. So it is jai while you are fasting. Mm-hmm. But eventually what will happen, Mulana, you won't be able to look after your, your desire, your nap, you won't be able to control, and you're going to commit the guna of having sexual relationship while fasting. Mm. And if you did it deliberately, you will have to fast for a whole 60 days. Mm. So Fukaha have said, if a person is young, he should try and avoid 
you know, trying to be intimate with his wife. Intimate in the same to play with his wife, to kiss her, whatever it is. Yes, if he wants to kiss her, kiss her on the forehead, kiss her on the cheek. So let us respect the month of Ramadan also, Malana. Mm-hmm. If he made sabr for 11 months, Alhamdulillah, let's make for a few more days for the pleasure of Allah, it's fine. But, Malana, I'm, I'm very hot-blooded. For example, I'm just giving myself as an example. Jesus. And I need to fulfill my conjugal rights. So in terms of Sharia, is it dies for me to fulfill can my wife stop me or refuse me? No, she has no right to refuse you. Hudud sallallahu said, when a husband invites his wife to fulfill his conjugal rights and she refuses for no valid reason, then Allah's lanat is on her till the husband is happy. Mm. So I hope that answers your question. Yes, for the old people, alhamdulillah, if they kiss their wife, subhanallah, they hold their hands. One of the old now, their passion and desire, mashallah, the testosterone levels are not so high compared to young people, to fuqaha and the jurists of Islam, said, no, because they are safe. But jawan log, we are young and energetic, it's best for them not to do these types of activities in the month of Ramadan, because eventually it will lead for them to break their rosa. But if you can control your nafs, mm. see, alhamdulillah, fine, but preferably a person should abstain. Mm. Respect the month of Ramadan, for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, give your wife an opportunity. She wants to get up for Fajr namaz. She wants to read Tahajjud namaz. She has to go and make hotel. There's lots of other things that they have to do. So let's be considerate, mm. inshallah. But if there's a desire, she's happy, she's game for it. Bismillah. Enjoy the name of Allah so, because to so fulfill the conjugal rights of your wife is the name of Allah. Mm. So Ustad, uh, are you saying it's, it's fine, it's okay. Husband and wife can sleep separate. Because of, of Ibadat. It's fine. It's okay, Ustad. It's fine, Malala. It's fine. Alhamdulillah. It's, there's nothing wrong in that. Hmm. But as I said to you, in today's Zamana, from what it is, Malala, it's very difficult to abstain from it, subhanAllah. It's not easy, Malala. Hmm. Everybody's near and tabir. Look at the type of food we are eating, Malala. Hmm. All this builds up that energy in you. And Allah has given you a halal outlet. So, inshaAllah, Aziz, do your duty with beauty. Hmm. Allah Akbar, subhanallah, subhanallah Ustad, fi amani la, jazakumullahu khayran I see many, many listeners, inshallah uh, Benefited from your beautiful words of advice uh, Of course, Ustad, before you leave us, inshallah uh, Final words, inshallah Any anyone for the road, Ustad, maybe, inshallah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Give us a tawfiq, All I'm saying, dua kijiye Make lots of dua Dua dijiye Give lots of du'as to people and du'a liji and take du'as from people. Mm. Mm. And inshallah, Allah will give you a beautiful night of Shabi Barat and introduction into the month of Ramadan. Amen. Just forgive people for the pleasure of Allah. Just be good to people for the pleasure of Allah. Just be kind to people for the pleasure of Allah. Mm. Subhanallah, subhanallah. Well, it's eight minutes after ten. Uh, very, very, very beautifully well said there by our beloved, honorable, respected Fadilatul Ustad, Hazrat Maulana Salim Karim Dhamad Barakatuhum. Well, we will be speaking to him tomorrow, inshallah. Uh, our nikah announcement, inshallah. Let's not miss out that. And then, inshallah, of course, uh, 
Saturday morning, Ustad will be asking few, uh, answering few questions as we have rapid fire questions on uh, Saturday morning on our program as Safina to Ilal Jannah. Well, it's time for me to live on this beautiful evening, beautiful Mubarak night. See you guys tomorrow morning, same time, same place on our program as Safina to Ilal Jannah. From myself and our beloved senior Ustad, and of course our beloved engineer and our beloved listeners, Allahumma ahdina wa ahdibina wa ahdina sa jami'a. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.